Hello and welcome back to our second season of the Leaders and Best podcast. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Emily. We are two of the co-coordinators of the Admitted Students Program for Michigan. If you missed us last week, we talked about navigating Michigan's winters, which we are still doing right now. But right now, we are two campus days into the semester, which are our Admitted Students Day programs, which has had us reflecting on what our first years were like at the university. I remember coming into college so excited for the new experiences, but also super overwhelmed for all of the unknowns. And personally, before college, I had never shared a room with anyone, I had never moved cities, and I was coming from a high school with a graduating class size of 49 people, so Michigan was going to be quite the change from all of that. Thankfully, we have Siobhan and Megan here to talk through some of the concerns and challenges of your first year and how to actually fix them. But before we start, they're going to tell you a little bit more about themselves. Hi, I'm Siobhan. I'm a sophomore from Centerville, Virginia, studying elementary education through the School of Education with a minor in German through the College of Literature, Science, and the Arts. Outside of campus day, I tutor with a local nonprofit organization and I'm a member of the German Club and the Disney Interest Group. Hello, everyone. My name is Megana. I am a senior in the College of Engineering, studying computer engineering with a minor in math, and I'm originally from Troy, Michigan. Outside of Campus Day, I am involved in WISI, which stands for Women in Electrical and Computer Engineering. I'm also part of Michigan Sahana, which is an Indian classical music organization. And I used to be part of an engineering design team as an underclassman. Thank you both so much for joining us and guiding our conversation about first year challenges. For me, my biggest and most immediate concern going into first year was actually making friends and finding my people here. So first, we're going to start by talking about adjusting to college life, especially when it comes to making friends. And in my experience, there have been so many different ways that I've made my friends here on campus. Because there are so many first year students that are coming at the same time as you, everyone's going to be looking for their place on campus. And so you can really find friends anywhere, whether it's in a new club that you see and join, whether it's on the bus going to class or just by bumping into someone that lives a couple of doors down from you in your residence hall. Especially when it comes to your residence hall, there are gonna be people that you're running into all the time that live on your floor or maybe a couple floors down from you, but somebody that you're gonna be seeing all the time every day most likely is going to be your roommate. Um, So that is definitely gonna be a bit of an adjustment coming into college, especially if you had your own room at home like I did. And so for me, the idea of sharing a room with a potential stranger was definitely a little scary, Um, but setting expectations with your roommate and having those clear boundaries on where what space is yours what space is theirs especially right when you move in can make it a lot easier there have definitely been situations that i've heard of personally where um my friends have moved in with people that they didn't know at all and they've become best friends by the end of the year but there are also definitely situations that i've heard of where they don't become best friends at the end of the year and that's very common However, there are so many other first-year students living in your building and down the same halls looking for new friends. Um, One of my best friends that I still have to this day actually lived one floor down from me in my residence hall, Mary Markley, and we met towards the beginning of the semester in class, but then we found out that we were living in the same residence hall. So we slowly started studying together, we saw each other very regularly on the bus, and then we just started doing everything together. And that's a pretty common story that I've heard from a lot of people um, here at the university of how they've just been able to meet their best friends. Maybe it's not necessarily your roommate or somebody living right next door to you, but it's someone that you just tend to see often in your residence halls and then a familiar face can become one of your best friends. 
to expand a bit more on living in a residence hall, um, we have 18 residence halls here on campus and almost all of our first year students will choose to live in one of them. We have three neighborhoods of residence halls at the University of Michigan, Central Campus, The Hill, and North Campus. Students can't choose specifically what dorm they want to live in, but don't worry, no matter where you end up, you'll be surrounded by other first year students going through the same experience. I remember being placed on North Campus and was a little worried because I'd heard it was far away and hard to make a community, but I found that to be the exact opposite of what happened. My roommate and I, I remember on the first night, we were in our dorm room and really scared about what was going on. So we decided let's make popcorn and open our door. And then everyone from our hall flocked to our room and we met so many amazing people that way. Another one of the challenges of a residence hall can be a community bathroom. And this idea of sharing a bathroom can be scary, but it really is not anything to worry about. Our bathrooms are cleaned daily by the amazing staff and kept in really clean condition. They're conveniently located right down the hall from you and it can be really nice to just go and do whatever you need to do. And you could be thinking that you're gonna have to wait for a shower or a sink, but I found that I never once had to wait in line. And it's a great way to catch up with your hallmates at the end of the day and check in and see how their days were. One of the other great parts about um, our residence halls is that a lot of them are have a dining hall or are right next to a dining hall. We have nine dining halls here on campus and first year students that are living in the residence halls will automatically receive the unlimited meal plan, meaning you can swipe into the dining halls as many times as you want per day. I really took advantage of this my freshman year and I honestly really miss the dining halls. Um, the dining halls also accommodate all dietary needs and preferences and are full of delicious food. My favorite is personally the broccoli, but specifically from the Bursley dining hall. I don't know what it is, but it is just the best. And my favorite dessert is taking two chocolate chip cookies and then going to the soft serve ice cream machine and making a little ice cream sandwich. The dining halls are also a great place to catch up with your friends and relax for a little bit. And also with your meal plan will come dining dollars, which can be used in restaurants such as Panera, Subway, Sweetwaters, and Panda Express in our student unions. So another way to make friends that we already touched upon a little bit is through clubs and other organizations here at the university. So one of the events that we have at the beginning of every year is a club fair called Festival. And what it is, is essentially every single club on campus will come to the Diag, which is the center part of central campus. Um, and there'll be posters and tables and information everywhere about all sorts of different clubs that you can join and how to get involved in different things. There's also another club fair at the beginning of the winter semester called Winterfest. And I personally really love Festival and Winterfest because they give you a chance to see all of the organizations that we have here at the university in one specific place. And we have a lot, we have over a thousand and that can sound really scary when you're just looking through a long list or trying to narrow it down in your head. But when they're all in one place on the Diag, it's really easy to just walk through and see what looks the most interesting to you and just sign up for as many email lists as you want. When I was a freshman, I went to Festival. I signed up for a bunch of different email lists. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular, just something to do in my free time. And I found a bunch of things that I thought I would like. And slowly over the semester, I ended up dropping out of a lot of them because they weren't necessarily what I was looking for. And I was really disappointed that I may not be able to create that experience um, that I knew my friends had by um, being in a club for a really long period of time and making friends through clubs because I had dropped out of everything that I had joined at the beginning of my freshman year. Um, but I went back to the club fair uh, for Winterfest and I joined a whole bunch of new clubs and some of those finally stuck. I went back again my sophomore year, joined more, joined more, joined more, and I finally was able to narrow down what I really wanted to do and which clubs I could really put my heart into by maybe the end of my sophomore year. So it's definitely not something that happens to everyone immediately. You don't see the club fair and fall in love with all your favorite orgs immediately. Um, and for me, it was a long process, but 
there are just so many different things you can get involved with that there was definitely a place for me and it took me a little longer, but I still found it. For me personally, the moment I started joining different clubs and student organizations on campus, it completely changed my experience at this university. Yet again, as I had mentioned earlier, I came from a really, really small high school with 49 people in my graduating class size. So coming to a school this big, I had no clue how I was actually going to find any friends, meet people that were like me, shared interests with me. But joining clubs was one of the easiest ways to do this. And this is a really cliche saying that we say a lot here in Campus Day, but I think it's something that rings really true to a lot of our experiences that you can always make a big university smaller, but you can never make a small university bigger. And that really ends up being the case when you think about making friends here. Um, my favorite festival story is actually how I came to be a part of Campus Day. So I was at festival like every other freshman looking for some clubs to join. And I was hearing all of this yelling and screaming about how I needed to join the best student organization slash on-campus job uh, that ever existed at Michigan, and that happened to be Campus Day. So I just wanted to plug that even if it's not a traditional student org that you find at Festival, it may be something as fun and exciting as a on-campus job like Campus Day, and I can definitely say that meeting so many different students, not just freshmen for the first time because my whole residence hall was freshmen, but meeting sophomores and juniors and seniors who were so involved in so many different areas of campus really gave me a lot of exposure to just how huge Michigan is. And I can definitely say that even though the first month or two of college, I was getting a little bit anxious about how big the school that I was attending was, um, joining something like Campus Day made me realize that everyone at the university is so special and so welcoming, no matter um, how old they are or how many different organizations they're in, and just getting that exposure, putting yourself out there and joining a student org, or in my case, being in an on-campus job, made it just so much more fun. But with all that being said about finding your community and making different friends on campus, just know that it doesn't always happen immediately. For me, the best community that I really have made at campus happened during my second semester. So I had three months of kind of just struggling a little bit um, and trying to like really navigate this huge university. So keep your fingers crossed, stay open-minded, you know, put yourself out there. Those are the best pieces of advice I can give to really um, making friends here and finding your community. Actually, some of my first friends here at Michigan, I actually met at orientation. And while I was lucky enough to have some of them live in my residence hall, which was Mary Markley, we came to campus and realized that some of us were actually separated by a lot of distance. Whether some of them lived on North Campus or some of them lived on Central Campus as I lived on the Hill, it really took some time to figure out how to navigate campus and really orient myself and make that time to see those friends that I had met even though they weren't just conveniently down the hall like they were at my orientation. Just to go in a little bit more detail about the different type, different parts of campus, um, we've got three main areas essentially. Central Campus, North Campus, and the Hill Campus. So Central Campus is home to many of our classroom buildings as well as residence halls and dining halls. We also have the Michigan Union and the Diag, um, which is the hub of Central Campus. And most students will cross the Diag at least once during the day. Aside from Central, we also have North Campus, which is home to the College of Engineering, School of Music, Theater, and Dance, as well as the Stamp School of Art and Design, and the Taubman College of Architecture and Urban Planning. There's also two different residence halls up there, Bursley and Bates Hall, in addition to a dining hall, as well as Pierpont Commons, which is similar to the Michigan Union. The Hill is uh, near Central Campus. It's just a short walk over a bridge, and it has a bunch of residence halls and dining halls, as well as Nichols Arboretum. 
Each of these three neighborhoods also has a gym, including um, the CCRB, Central Campus Recreation Building on Central Campus, the Intramural Sports Building on uh, more of the southern side of Central Campus, and uh, the North Campus Recreational Building, which is on North Campus. To touch a little bit more on that southern side of our Central Campus, we have more the South Campus, which is where our athletics facilities are hosted, including Michigan Stadium or the Big House, as well as the Chrysler Center, Yost Ice Arena, and many more facilities that we watch our amazing sports teams in. So even though our campus is pretty large, we do have a great bus system that lets us get around um, and services our, the main university areas. So the University of Michigan Blue Buses run every couple of minutes between 7 a.m. all the way until 2 a.m. I've personally used the buses a lot to get from my residence hall to my engineering classes, which was on North Campus, compared to my residence hall that was on the Hill. And I also had some classes, especially as an underclassman, on Central Campus or South Campus. And so that meant that I had to go all around campus pretty much every single day. But one nice thing about having buses, the bus system work as well as it did is that in the winter, when it got especially cold outside, I only had to be outside for a couple of minutes at a time just to get on the bus directly outside of my residence hall and get off right in front of my classroom building. For more information on the bus system and the specifics about the routes, um, please feel free to look back at our previous episode on winter survival. And despite it sounding like we have a really big campus, which we do, I personally feel like there's really nowhere on campus that it takes about more than 15, maybe 20 minutes to commute to, whether that's a walk or a bus ride or a walk and a bus ride combined together. Everything is really, really connected and pretty easy to navigate. One thing that can seem scary to navigate, and I know this was one of my biggest fears, was finding what building your classes are in and your classroom specifically in those buildings. But I'm here to tell you that it's not as scary as it may seem. We have maps all over campus that show, show the locations of specific buildings, and we have everything is well labeled with signs in case you're ever confused. Also, don't be afraid to use Google Maps. It is your friend. Nobody will judge you for looking at your phone trying to figure out where you're going. Um, and most buildings are condensed into specific areas, which makes it easy to navigate after a few days. You'll really get your route down and understand where you're going. One of my biggest tips is to go with your roommates or friends from your hall or just anyone you can find and plan out your schedule, walk around and go into the buildings before classes start and find your specific classroom buildings so you're not rushing and stressed trying to find where to go. Yeah, just to echo what Siobhan is saying, I definitely agree that you should take some time and make a bonding moment out of it to find out where your classes are geographically before the first day of class. But if you're like me and you don't do that, I promise you'll be okay. My very first day of class at the university freshman year, I, for some reason, just thought that I knew it all and that WH on my schedule meant Weiser Hall. It did not. It meant West Hall. So... Freshman me running all around campus trying to find out where my Spanish class was. Definitely not my brightest moment. However, I did make a friend during that experience, my very first class friend at the university. And instead of just me running around looking lost and confused, me and this junior were running around looking lost and confused. So at least I was the freshman in that situation. But moral of the story is make a bonding moment out of it. Go look and see where your classes are at. Another great place to bond is in our downtown slash off-campus areas. We have two main parts of downtown, what we like to call South University, and then the State Street slash Main Street areas. These are full of restaurants, shopping, coffee shops, and places to have lots of fun. For example, Pinball Pete's is on South University, and it's an arcade where you can go and have a great night with your friends. My roommates and I just went last weekend for the first time and had a great night. We won a little stuffed animal. We named him Pete, and now we take pictures of him every day. 
We also love Target, which is newly built on State Street. I go there at least once a week to buy ice cream or whatever else I may need. Um, South University is our typical college off campus with lots of coffee shops and some fast food restaurants and convenience stores. And these areas are also home to a lot of our off campus housing options. And just because they're named off campus doesn't mean they're that far from campus. I have a closer walk now than when I lived in my residence hall. And yet again, just to echo this point again, Everything on campus and in Ann Arbor is really, really close together and is frankly super, super walkable. So despite things being off campus or in a different neighborhood at the university, everything is really, really close together. And the more you explore, the more you go around with your friends, it becomes really, really easy to actually make Ann Arbor and the University of Michigan feel like home. But off of all the things that we've been saying about navigating campus and going in and out of buildings to figure out your classrooms kind of comes into the, the big academic part, which I think academics and classes in general going into your first year are really, really scary and intimidating because, you know, you go in there and you're assuming it's going to be a lot different than high school and lots of things are different with larger lecture halls and discussion sections to accompany those and professors who are at the very top of their class. So for me, that was something that I was really nervous about coming into my first year. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, My graduating class out of high school was about 150 students, and my very first class as a freshman was in this big lecture hall in a chemistry building, and there were over 450 students in that classroom. So it was more than double the size of my graduating class, which was definitely really intimidating for me walking in my very first class uh, four years ago. Um, But it is true that almost every student will end up in a large lecture hall at the university, especially within their first two years. And this is because a lot of our introductory classes are held in those larger halls. That class that I took on my very first day was introductory to general chemistry. That's a pretty big um, course that a lot of different majors need. And so as an intro engineering student, I definitely was in there with a lot of other students um, all across the university that also needed to take that class. I was definitely really scared on my first day, and I know that it's not an uncommon experience to feel very freaked out and scary in that in that uh, situation. Um, but don't worry, because one thing that I have noticed over my years here is that a larger lecture hall and a larger um, class typically means that there's also a larger amount of resources available for students to succeed. Some of my favorite resources from my larger lecture halls are discussion sections and office hours. So any class that is over about 50 students will have breakout discussion sections, which are led by a GSI or a graduate student instructor. And these classes are normally about 50 minutes long and range from 15 to 25 students and allow for a deeper dive into the material as well as a great opportunity for any questions you have to be answered. It also really helps to establish connections with people in your class. I knew nobody in my giant lecture and then after we went to discussion section I was able to have friends to sit next to in lecture and ask for any help in the class. And the other great opportunity is office hours. These are held by both the professor and the GSI and they're a great way for you to get your questions answered one-on-one and also build relationships. I went to my sociology office hours because I had one quick question for my professor and then we ended up having a 15-minute discussion on our favorite sports teams and it really helped me want to go to that class because I had a bond with the professor and it made it more exciting. There are also many tutoring and other help resources available on campus including the Science Learning Center or the SLC, the Math Lab, and the Sweetland Writing Center. Students are able to come here with any homework questions or other concerns that they have, and they can receive help from a peer tutor. So somebody that has taken the class in previous years, maybe is also an undergrad student, um, 
this makes it a lot easier to kind of ask your casual questions, meet people in the math lab or the science learning center that are also doing the same homework as you that have similar questions that you can then study with later on. And these resources also have collaborative study groups that they make themselves. So for example, I was part of the Science Learning Center study group for introductory chemistry when I was in it my freshman year first semester. And essentially how it worked is they were capped at around 10 students. And considering that the entire lecture had around 450 students in it, that was really cool that I got to just work um, with 10 students uh, more on a one-on-one -on -one basis with a peer mentor that had taken the class um, the year previously. So we got to ask more in-depth questions, have a discussion, and um, it really helped me do better in the class. And I think as someone that's more shy and a little bit more afraid of speaking up in a larger lecture, having those smaller options like discussion sections as well as the SLC study groups, um, those are really, really beneficial for me and my learning style and helped me do well in the class. One other smaller option that the University of Michigan offers that I really love is first year seminars. So all first year students have the opportunity to take a first year seminar or a first year writing course. These classes are capped at about 25 students, which allows for more discussion based learning and the opportunity to really connect with your classmates and instructor. I remember I took a first year writing course and I had no idea what the topic was on. And then on the first day of class, my instructor told us that our topic was British writers during World War II, which is something that I knew absolutely nothing about, but I was, I was interested and I was ready to learn about it. And I ended up learning a lot about this topic and really appreciated that the personalized feedback that he gave me on my essays. And this was also a really great class for me because I was able to meet many new people in a variety of majors. Also, just to add on to some of the sentiments that Siobhan and Megana have been saying, I think yet again, coming into your first year, it can be super intimidating to, you know, dive into the academics at a really rigorous, amazing university like Michigan. But every single year, every single semester I've been a student here, I've always been more than pleasantly surprised about how amazing this school is, how amazing the professors are, my fellow students, the resources that we have access to. I've never once felt left behind or just like a number here. If anything, I've had professors and my fellow classmates reaching out to me if something ever seems wrong or if I seem to be needing extra help. They've always been more than understanding when I've had conflicts and challenges and really want you to succeed here. But thank you so much, Devon and Megan, for joining us and telling us more about navigating your first year here at Michigan. As intimidating as it can be, it's a comforting reminder that every other first year is going through the same exact things that you are. And that every upperclassman you see on campus has survived those hard semesters. At the end of the day, keep an open mind, stay positive, and ask for help when you need it. And speaking of asking help, tune back in next week where we'll be talking about the amazing diversity, equity, and inclusion related resources that we have here on campus. Until then, thanks for listening and go blue.